My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is Molly McCartney, your host, as usual. And today we are talking about being intuitive in a world that labels it as crazy. I'm talking to Kelly Boyer today. She's a psychosomatic energy practitioner and transformational coach. And she uh, has kind of risen out of her own challenges, uh, much like I have. I know y'all know my story, um, but very similar to me, um, she used her intuition to heal from the trauma she experienced from abuse in early childhood and adulthood, um, and also um, is on that journey of breaking codependent patterns that come from that kind of trauma. So I'm excited to hear her story and how she helps people now that she's following her calling and not engaging in those disempowering relationships anymore. Uh, so welcome Kelly to the show. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing well, Molly. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So why don't we begin at the beginning um, in terms of, well, it's not really the beginning, it's the, where you are now. Um, okay. Let us know how you help people as a psychosomatic energy practitioner and coach. So how I help now is, you know, I, I going through my own journey, one of the things that I really began to notice was a disconnect between my, between my body and my mind. And a lot of times when we have a disconnect between our body and our mind, that's a, a lot of that is usually caused from trauma or abuse. Um, it can also be caused by mental health challenges. Um, but what happens is, is we literally like disassociate from ourselves so that we can survive. Um, and if you, and truly, if you ever notice anybody who's going through trauma, uh, living in a world of chaos comes very easy for them because of that disassociation. So um, I experienced that for the majority of my life. And uh, I realized that when I started really going deep, going inside, going within myself, which was a very scary journey because I didn't know what I was going to find. But uh, I started using my own intuition and really connecting that body and mind together. And once I really started doing that, and I started paying attention to the sensations in my body, I started really um, checking in with my own mind. And when I talk about mind, I'm really talking about our consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. What is, you know, what is my body telling me? What is the situation that I'm currently in telling me? Um, I started really discovering um, different ways to heal. And the more that I began to heal myself, the more I started really loving myself because part of that disassociation too, um, oftentimes when you talk to people, they just don't have that self-love for them, for, for who they are as people. And um, so I really started diving in deep and, um, and anytime I got triggered, I'd immediately go inside and start working with my intuition and I'd start asking questions. So um, that 
has led me to where I am today uh, because when I, I'll be honest, when I first started, um, all I was doing was just giving psychic readings and mediumship readings. And I knew that there was something more to that. I wanted people to walk away at least uh, feeling healed or on their healing journey. And I realized that I could use those, I could use those gifts to really help people heal and really find who they are as a person, not who society has defined them as, but who they truly are as a person. Um, so that's really where my journey has taken me today. Um, I do have an extensive background in psychology and helping people with trauma. And um, what I found is that um, even though it's a slow process, when everything starts to connect, the healing starts to speed up because people really do realize like, wait a minute, I can do this on my own. I just needed some guidance to just kind of learn how to get there. Uh, so that is where I'm at today. Uh, I still, you know, when I'm working with them, I still receive insight and, um, you know, their loved ones come to visit. So we work with their loved ones. Um, we work with that intuitive sense. Uh, we work I mean, I'm very open to spirit. So whatever, whoever comes in, we work with spirit um, to really start untangling, um, entangling whatever those challenges are that they're having. I love that. I love that. And I had a very similar trajectory as well. I tried, I thought I'm going to be a therapist and went, to, started going down that path in college. And it was like, no, you're an artist. So I went to art school and I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to help people. And eventually <laughs> as the gifts started to really develop, it's like, oh, I'm going to do this mm -hmm. and then use those uh, spiritual gifts um, kind of as, as a coach, as a, as a therapeutic way to use them and mm -hmm. a way to help with transformation instead of being the one that just says what she sees and and shares you know that wisdom in pieces we help mm -hmm. with transformation in the long term and i think there's a a growing movement towards that i've even had therapists in my you know as clients who are transitioning to coaching so that they can use their gifts more um, and mm -hmm. a lot of readers that kind of transition into mentors you know so that they can yeah. do that so it's really interesting to see that because I didn't very much when I was, you know, just entering this world of the woo. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more of it lately. It's like, okay, that's cool because I yeah. think it shows how the world is changing. I I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, because well, I think I think that the old I I call it the old way, but like I feel like you know going to like a psychic or going to a medium and just getting information is really kind of the old way of doing things. And by no means am I negating the power of that because there is a lot of power and there's there is healing in that. Absolutely. But I feel that as our world continues to evolve, it's important for us to evolve in the sense of healing, like healing ourselves. Um, because once we do that, that really does ripple out to the, you know, to humanity, the conscious collective. And um, we're not, you know, again, we're not just healing ourselves, we're healing everybody. And I feel like that's part of that evolution of going from, I'm just going to give you this insight to, I'm going to give you this insight, but I'm also going to help you get there by, by being on this healing journey. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's incredible. It's incredible to watch. Uh, yeah people and coach them through it. You're absolutely right. It's, it really is about coaching them through it and guiding them and giving them that, I call it that empowered energy for them to be able to be like, I've got this, I can do this. And that's my favorite thing to see. 
Yes, me too. Me too, girl. And and I always say it's, um, you know, people will ask me, well, do you think everyone's intuitive or, you know, am I intuitive? Does everyone have gifts? I'm like, absolutely. And spirits told me, and I've seen it myself, that everyone has it at least for themselves. That inner GPS uh, system, that ability to hear where it is you need to go, how to feel in alignment with your life, how to make those choices for the highest and best. Mm -hmm. Now, some of us then go that next level and we're called to serve others. So our intuition is like, uh, I think uh, Colette Baron-Reed, a famous intuitive once said, she's like an Olympic athlete where it's like everyone can run, but once you get to a certain point, you can see for others and it's, it's, just, it's just different, but it doesn't mean that everyone else doesn't have gifts. And I think empowering that in people is is the thing that changes the world because we're including spiritual wellness in that that idea of um, whole life wellness. You know, we always talk about our our the fitness of our body and the health of our internal um, body, financial fitness, relationship fitness, and then you know spirituality is now becoming a more mainstream thing to talk about. And I think that's very very exciting because that does change the world. It is. So you bring up like a very good point. Um, I've been, again, I've been in mental health for years and, uh, recently I've just really have been getting more excited because now, um, mental health has also is now focusing on also holistic health, mm -hmm. which, you know, includes that spiritual component. So, um, you know, obviously there's a, there's a whole gamut of different ways of healing mental health, but I think it's beautiful that now we're bringing in the idea of doing like yoga, right? Because yoga is very spiritual or acupuncture or, you know, um, just, just any of those uh, more alternative modalities and people are really healing from them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I, by no means am I knocking therapy or anything, but it's no longer those days of where we sit down and we just do talk therapy. You know, there's a, there's also a lot of different type of um, spiritual therapeutic modalities that are now being incorporated into that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing that like, I'm like, we're finally getting here. Like we're finally <laughs> here. Right. Um, but it's true. When we heal, it's got to be mind, body, and spirit. Like mm -hmm. it, it's got to be all of it um, all, all together. And you can do it all at the same time. Absolutely. Not, not just one at a time. So it's very, it's very exciting for me. <laughs> yes, I hear that. And it is, it is for me too. I just, uh, I, I get very excited. It's, and it, I think there's for anyone else listening out there too, that does this kind of work. It's like, isn't it nice to know that there's a network of us kind of doing similar mm -hmm. stuff? Because I don't know yeah. about you when I was um, kind of growing up and realizing I had this calling and I, from a very young age, I didn't really understand it at the time, but there was something uh, and, and it's taken shape as I've, as I've aged, but it was like, I don't, I don't see anybody else doing this around me. Like, well, that's a, <laughs> that's a big job. But I think, especially for me doing this podcast and connecting with people all over the place now, I'm seeing oh, that network I always had faith was there. It really is there. And there's a lot of people that are being activated and called into this work um, way more than before. So it's like, we can kind of sit back and just do our thing and not worry about like, you know, we've yeah. got to change the entire world, world all by ourselves. Like, no, it's you, you help who you're in alignment to help, who you have soul contracts to help. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just a really cool thing how that, it just falls into place. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Uh, like, I love to have like a big network of, of like all different types of um, spiritual people, right? 
Um, because what I can't do, I want to be able to give them to somebody who has that gift that could do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so incredible um, about, I'm going to say about us, because we understand that healing is just more than just one person that, you know, when they begin to evolve, you can do that handoff and then you can watch them um, evolve even more. And then it's like another handoff. And I like that um, it's not it's not competitive. It's really about the, the whole, the whole well-being of that person and, you know, and wanting to just bring them to being just their authentic, beautiful self. So, um, Mm -hmm. it's been a fun fun journey. It really has. (laughs) Awesome. And, and so speaking of that kind of coming to the whole self, I want to kind of, uh, zoom in a little bit to your journey here, because um, most healers and and wisdom workers have a story of of breaking through and awakening to that in their lives. So you mentioned um, that you use your own intuition to heal the trauma that you experienced in childhood and also some adulthood um, abusive mm-hmm. situations. Can you share what that was like for you and um, mm-hmm. kind of going through it and awakening to that and We'll just start there and I'm sure I have some other questions after okay. that. Yeah. So uh I did I did grow up in uh well what started as an abusive a physically, emotionally, and mentally abusive home. Uh, which, you know, at the time I didn't really understand what that was. I just thought that that's how people were treated, like, you know, um, and always just kind of living in that, uh, in that space of fear, really, am I saying the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Uh, so I, so it was a lot like that up and like up until the age of 10, then the actual physical abuse had stopped, but the mental and emotional abuse became worse, uh, really more so from my mom than from my dad. Uh, and then, you know, unfortunately I hate to hate to label this, but like my mom really does have a lot of narcissistic tendencies. So I also became the black sheep because part of that, um, you know, I could hear and speak to spirit. And so when I would talk about that with uh, my parents, it was like, I got a really bad backlash from that. Um, You know, from a young age, my parents were labeling me as being crazy, or I need to stop pretending like that, or it's time to grow up. So needless to say, as I grew into, you know, adolescence and young adulthood, um, that emotional and mental abuse was still there. Uh, I was always afraid, you know, before I even decided to do anything, I would check in with my mom because if my mom didn't like it, then, you know, I would, you know, I would take the chance of her never talking to me again, believe it or not. (laughs) And that's really traumatizing to, you know, to imagine not having your mom or your dad because of a decision that you made, but that was a lot of the fear that I lived in. So of course, you know, as I'm getting older and I'm discovering boys and wanting to date, (laughs) uh, I noticed that the relationships that I was attracting or that I was attracted to were those same types of a mentally and emotionally abusive relationships because I was trying to find that love that I wasn't getting at home, that love and that support that I wasn't getting. Um, but I didn't know any other relationship. So, uh, I mean, this, this is 
for me, this is, was like a lifelong pattern. It was probably up until the age of 40. Now I just aged myself, everyone. I'm over 40. But it was up until the age of 40 that um, there, was, there was a huge incident that had happened within my family. Uh, and I, it was like literally like I just woke up like the light bulb just came on and I, and I was, and I remember as I was going through this going, I deserve more than this. Like, I want to, I'm, I don't want to look externally for that happiness. I know there's another way. And of course, at that time, my intuition, you know, when a lot of times when you're going through abuse, you do end up shutting it off, but it was weird because it just was like starting to kick back on. And um, I started, I started hearing spirit talk to me and tell me how to do it, because that's what I was really begging for. Like, how do I do this? Like, I know what it is I need to do, but I need to know that in between of how to do that. Uh, So I started listening to it again. And uh, once I started listening to it, uh, I did end up having to cut off my relationship with my family, because it was just extremely toxic. But what was amazing is the day I decided to do that, it was like this weight that I had been carrying for 40 years just dissolved. It just went away. Mm-hmm. And I could feel like even in my heart space, like the warmth of just of it starting to like my heart starting to open up. Uh, so that was one of the things uh, I chose to do with my family. But then I started looking at like relationships, past rela- dating relationships that I had. And I that was when I connected that pattern. And, um, you know, now I, when I look for a relationship, I want someone who hears me, who, who I am, uh, is supportive that says, you know, the words like, how can I help you rather than tell you, then, then the words that I heard for the majority of my life is you do that, you're going to fail. Uh, so I, now I'm just very careful about, uh, I'm very open to relationships, but I'm also very careful about protecting my own energy and what feels good versus um, what I think I need to look like on the outside, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's something I talk about a lot that our minds, our intellects will say, hey, you should give this a try or there's nothing wrong with this person. Why do you feel this way? Like you should Mm -hmm. definitely, you should engage anyway. And it's like, okay, how does this kind of my instinct to stay safe dictate that my mind is saying, go against your intuition, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't listen to what your spirit wants. And I, I think, you know, my, my personal opinion is if we all kind of listen to that, things would fall into line much easier than they do. <laughs> but of course we still have lessons to learn and, and soul contracts mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So we can't get past yeah. that. But I think at a certain point when we learn to listen deeply and, and stay in alignment with our lives and our relationships from that soul spirit level. Um, yeah, things start working out. Then we can really start talking about, you know, manifestation, law of attraction, like kind yeah. of the magical living that is elusive to so many, but it's because we've got, you've got to get real. You've got to get real with your spirit and, mm-hmm. and really listen to what it needs. And that when you're in the flow, that's when things start really kind of getting a little easier. I know it did for me. Very similar to you. Yes, it all starts falling into place. (laughs) We could be spirit sisters with the similarities in our story. So very, very cool. 
And, and yeah. so one thing that came up when you were talking, so I know for me, it was, I was giving readings and, and kind of coaching and guiding people with my gifts before our, it really clicked for me. Was it like that for you? Like I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't use them for myself as much yeah. as I used them for others. Can you share what that was like for you and, and yes. when it switched? Uh, so, um, I, yeah, because, you know, I would give readings and I would do mediumship and then like, I would have friends that were spiritual and I would go run to them. Right. I would run to them and I'd say, I really need your help with this. Well, you know, really it was one of my one friends. She's so gifted and she has helped me allow a lot on my healing journey. And I would run to her and I would be like, can you tell me what you get? Like, what are you getting? Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and at first it was really frustrating because she would say, well, I could tell you what I'm getting, but I want you to hear what you're getting. Oh, good and friend. I, good friend. <laughs> and, I, and I would be like, that's why I'm coming to you because I can't, I can't do that. And she's like, but you can. Mm -hmm. And of course I would get really frustrated because we all want answers, but I realized obviously that she had my best interest at, at heart. And uh, so she would sit there with me and she would sit there with me quiet until I gave her something. And I'd say, well, I'm feeling this, or I'm hearing this, or I think I'm seeing this. And she'd say, okay, so now I really want you to connect with it. Like ask it for more information. And I'm like, no, I just already told you. <laughs> um, but the more she did that for me, that's when I realized, and it, and you know, and it, it did, it take, it took like I'm going to say it took a good year for me to be like, now I can trust what I'm getting. There are still moments where I kind of question it because I'm like, is it my logical brain? Is it my spiritual brain? But, um, but the truth of the matter is, is that when I go in to do that deep soul connection, I know it, I know that it's, you know, if it's not my logical brain or not, mm -hmm. uh, but she really pushed me and she also really pushed me to really do that deep inner healing too, because you've got to do that work. You have got to do that to really trust yourself too. And um, there was a lot of painful stuff that came up and all she kept reminding me was that's no longer here in the here and now that's just telling you what needs to be healed. So let's go to the here and now and let's focus on how to heal that um, because one of the things that happens is we live in our past, right? We experience this past trauma. We continue to live in it, even into our present. And she really helped me to be able to separate those two things and understand that's the past. And all it was was an experience for me to learn for the present. Mm -hmm. um, but it took a good, uh, like, she really worked with me hard for about a year, like, and every time I ran to her, what, what are you getting? She'd be like, well, what are you getting? <laughs> exactly. Yes. I used to have those friendships also. And, and I think that too, it unfortunately can foster that codependency again mm -hmm. in a different way. It feels positive at first, but then it's like, okay, then there's this boundaries get crossed. Um, mm -hmm. You know, frankly, it, it would seem like, well, you know, I'm doing okay. And we we've agreed to share readings for each other. And then at a certain point, it's like, okay, either you're coming to me all the time for the readings, or I'm coming to you, and we're not really lifting each other up and empowering. So I think that's, that was perfect what your friend did. Because um, it avoids that kind of dependency that that's not, you know, I wouldn't um, suggest any client get dependent on a reader as much as, mm -hmm. you know, friend to friend. Um, it's about yeah 
um, you know, definitely empowering each other's wisdom for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned these days and everyone on the show, you know, I'm, I'm very picky about who I talk to because I want you <laughs> to get to, to be real with us about like current challenges that you're having. And, and with your past, with those challenges of codependency due to trauma, um, I certainly have them as well. Um, you mentioned challenges with self-care, priorita prioritizing that for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. You overgive a little bit and um, have trouble holding your boundaries. Can you share a little bit about how that's affected you most recently? Yeah, so uh, going back to reading for other people and wanting to help people. Um, when you're a healer, you have a very strong desire to want to just help. And you just want to, you just want to heal the world. I mean, like, let's face it, we want to heal everyone. Uh, but part of the struggle that I have is that um, very intuitively, it's almost like I get this list of, oh my gosh, this person could do this. And this would be the outcome of it. If they, if they focused on this, this could be the outcome. And so you can see it. And then you can see that being their highest and best path. So what happens is, is I want them to, I want them to go from point A to point B so bad that I just overgive. I overgive my time. Mm -hmm. uh, that one is a huge one for me, uh, managing my time because uh, I never want anybody to leave with only half of the information. But I also understand that that information can be done if it, if it's that if if it, we only have an hour then it can be done in an hour but I really struggle with that part of my time management because I want to overgive mm -hmm. and that really is about my own boundaries right I stopped respecting my own boundaries is what happens um, and then when you stop respe respecting them you are putting out that energy to that other person saying please come step in my personal my my personal energy space right yeah. so. That's one of the things that is that's been really difficult that I am really trying hard to learn. The other thing too uh, is, you know, when you overgive like that and you allow a lot of people to come into your energy space more than what they should be, you it also creates that burnout. So sometimes I have a hard time just managing my energy because I want to give, 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 and then what happens is I. I I line it with like being a puppy, right? Where they go, 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 go. And then you just drop. <laughs> and that's, yeah. and that's really what happens to me. All of a sudden, it's like I run into this wall and, you know, I need a couple days to recuperate and, um, and that's not healthy either. So it's, it's me again, you know, not, not paying attention to what my body is telling me. And I'm trying to work really hard on, you know, when my body, when my body's talking to me, it's time to listen, Kelly, <laughs> that's what I keep hearing. But, mm -hmm. but, but it's hard to do that, especially, you know, as a healer in this, just, you know, working in this service, it's, it's hard to manage that. It is because uh, there's, you know, there's a good, good chance that we've done it before. And a lot of people that mm -hmm. uh, may identify as, you know, star seeds or, um, you know, people that have come here. I mean, I'm one of them. I don't talk about it a lot, but feels like, yeah, I'm probably not actually from this planet, but, you know, we feel like we came on a mission, you know, and, and, you know, at our heart of hearts, it is a pure mission. And yet we're challenged with the everyday needing to pay rent, needing to rest our body, needing to yeah. eat properly, to have recreation and rest. 
um, you know, all of those things and, and interpersonal boundaries, because we've mm -hmm. seen as children when we didn't have them, what happened, those disempowering dynamics, you know, for in some cases make up make us very sick, um, lead into other things where we can't serve. So um, the other the other challenge is, you know, doing it lifetime to lifetime, if if you know, you have a memory somewhere in your past life data bank as a nun or a monk that did all this for free and live, you know, was taken care of by an institution, then it's like, yes, of course, I'll just do do it all all day long and whoever needs me. But again, it's this new challenge for the healer and, and the light worker to to come to be on this planet, to be grounded and take care of our lower chakras as much as we connect with our upper <laughs> chakras. We'd rather just stay in the upper, right? Because it's yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna say that. Like, I if I could, I would spend in my upper chakras all day long. But uh -huh. but you're absolutely right. Like we came here on a mission, but we all, but part of that mission is to have that human experience. Mm -hmm. And that's also something uh, I think sometimes light workers forget to honor. Mm -hmm. And and you know, and it's and it's an exciting thing to come have a human experience. We get to experience every emotion in the world where, you know, you mentioned star seeds and a lot of them, you know, they have to have that experience through us. But we just can have that experience you know, whether I like, and you know, and I'm not like, I don't say that any emotion is a bad emotion because even when I go through moments of sadness or when I get triggered and I'm angry, like those, those to me are still considered good emotions because they're telling me, they're giving me information that I need. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we get to experience that. Like we get to really truly experience, you know, love of a partner or love of you know of a son or a daughter like we get to experience that and um and I am very grateful for that but you know I I would be a liar if I say there's times where I don't honor that and I forget about it and I'm like I just want to float up here mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just want to float and serve like a floating head yes yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean and so as with all my guests I pulled a few cards to kind of help out yeah. with the situation would you like me to share those now Yes, please. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. So as you mentioned, there's there's, you know, times recently where it's felt like you're going backwards a little bit or up against a wall with this. And it truly is um, the biggest challenge right now is to build your energetic boundaries and to keep your energy clear. Um, the biggest challenge here is to notice when you're giving your energy to something that doesn't give back. So that kind of concept of dynamic exchange, that was a a term my spirit guides gave me years ago in terms of what makes true transformation and it has to be like a dynamic exchange of some kind so say someone is really needing you but they're not doing their work to get to that next level or they're unable to god forbid pay for the service something like that you know those places that get really sticky and awkward um it's like well that is the thing that's going to create the transformation if i give without you giving for your transformation, it's actually not going to work that well because I'm just going to be giving, 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 and you'll just take little bits, but you're not going to get the full teaching. Do you do you feel that in some of the stuff do. that you're going through? Mm -hmm. Yes. As soon as you said that, I'm like, yep, that completely resonates. <laughs> I get what's it. going on in here. <laughs> and it's so frustrating because it's like, again, you know, oh, that's so helpful. You're very helpful. It's like I, I am, but there was, we've been talking about the same thing for a very long time now, and there's not really that click going on. It's because they're not invested in the transformation. So, so I think that's a good way to say that you actually are serving at a higher level when you don't do that because it it invites. Them 
them in. And some people will step up to the plate and say, well, actually, I do want I do want that full transformation. So I am going to do that work and I will pay that fee or whatever. Um, and, and then they are invested and that's when they get more from what you offer. So your conscious thoughts here is that there's definitely some changes going on. I don't know if you're trying to make some changes in your business or your income level, um, but you'll you'll get more clear about it when you kind of go through this next level of awareness shift. Um, I can even feel it happening as we're talking today <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> because your identity, your subconscious identity of like being that the child that is accommodating to the narcissistic parent or the the, the traumatized person like okay well i'll be the the good little nurse for everybody is is now crossed by your spiritually mature elder self that knows better and so the inner conflict is like those two parts of yourself that they don't they can't exist in the same place and time anymore does that make sense that makes complete sense yes absolutely you're you're so on target <laughs> oh yay i love yeah, that i love yeah. that well, you're definitely coming out of a time of, of changing the story around personal power and what it means. You may have had something that I struggled with and some sometimes people that come to me struggle with is feeling like, well, I don't want to be a jerk. I don't want to be, you know, that mean, powerful person. You know, we, we associate or we did at some point associate power with cruelty or narcissism mm -hmm. or, you know, selfishness. And I have to, you know, say this to many people and I'll say it to you, you'll never be one of those people. Oh, <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> you're when you're empowered, you'll have great boundaries. You're not going to, you know, allow anybody to take advantage of you, but you'll still be kind and loving and, and, and caring and be, be able to be exactly who you are today without the draining. Um, and so, you know, using your voice coming up in the near future here, learning to speak your truth more clearly without fear of retribution, retribution, excuse me, that word kind of didn't come out right, um, um, is going to be a big deal because the fear of retribution comes from those childhood wounds. And so the more you say this, that was then, this is now, this is a totally different situation, you'll start speaking up for that spiritually mature part of yourself instead of on behalf of the child. I love that. Yeah, because yeah, as far as I can see, you're on track with your light work completely. That's your full attitude about it. Um, it's just letting go of the past again, whatever yeah. you've been feeling like uh, needs to needs to be sacrificed and, and let go of maybe there's a friendship or maybe there's old, just old thoughts that don't serve you anymore. But there needs to be some kind of passage because you can't go wrong if you keep taking steps forward there's a fear that you're going to go off track or again become that mean person but you really can't go wrong as long as you're continuing to take steps and seeing this as this ongoing journey that you're never really done but you can celebrate each new step up the mountain so to speak as you set live more intentionally for yourself and for your work oh i love it Oh, that was amazing. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yep. I, I can feel all that right there in my heart space. I'm like, yes, that's true. Yep. That's right on. <laughs> I love it. Well, yes, you're so very welcome. You. Oh, you're welcome. May so you great. feel empowered even more than you did before you came on the show. So that's, right? <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, my dear. Well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your light. Uh, it's been a, a lovely conversation. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was, it felt so good to be on your show. Thank you so much, like in every way. So thank you so You're much. Very, very welcome. And where can people find you if they'd like to learn more about what you do? So if you would like to learn more about what I do, you can find me at www.kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, Boyer, 
be as in boy, O-Y-E-R dot org. And please come visit me. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. Well, thanks again for being on the show today, Kelly. Thank you, Molly. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thanks guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, Listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, Book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.